found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. There we are. It is a hot day edition of Tidbits. A Wednesday, the 22nd day. Matthew, just uh, reliving with me some of last night's magic at the candidates. So we had the, form. Yeah, we had the candidates form last night, and and uh, it was it was a really good event. Um, to be to be honest, it was a really good event. Um, decently attended. It, it's hard to when it, when it's at McHale, it's hard to tell yeah, that's because big, that's a big hall. It's a big place, yeah. you know, and and uh, it, it's hard to get a feel for how many people were in there. I would say it was pretty well attended for a primary candidates forum. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, for the most part, it was it was a good evening. It was uh, people were respectful and. You know, well, each candidate was making a reply. Did you take the time to then remove your glasses, clean them? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did not. No. All right, no. But you did your job well. You cut them off when you had to. I did. I did. I and I, I told them beforehand. I was like, listen, <laughs> I apologize now, but I will. If the timer sounds and you're in the middle of a thought, I will let you wrap up the thought. If you try to start a new one, I will cut you off, and I did several times. All right, so here we are now. Yeah, this is the exit polling. Yeah, Matthew Paul, on a scale of one to five, one being the worst, <laughs> okay, five being the best. Yes. How would you rate yourself as a moderator? Okay. <laughs> this this is going to sound terrible. Okay. It's going to sound terrible. It's going to sound like, oh well, Mister. <laughs> I thought I did a pretty good job. Okay. I'm not. I, I would say about a four. All right, maybe four and a half. All right. <laughs> you watched the clock well. You did what you had to do. I absolutely did. You stayed unbiased. Yes. And uh, that's all you can ask for. That's right. <laughs> I think I did pretty well. Not okay. gonna lie. <laughs> so that's in the books. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually kind of enjoyed it, to be honest with you. It was kind of... You uh, got to see some folks you've not seen for a while. I, that's true. You know? That's true. Some uh, good memories. Yeah. And just, you know, because of hosting our other show, Talk of the Town, on WSAL, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I know a lot of these right. a lot of these people that are running for office and such. So, um, yeah, it was a good evening. It was a good, good thing. Okay. So. Well, it's done now, and uh, we move on with this. With wildlife officials searching for a mountain lion that clawed a guy's head while he was sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> what? Oh, you just said your eyes are closed. Water's bubbling. You're, you're sitting next to the missus. Perhaps you're nude. I don't know, but she's in there with him. They were, we don't know what's going on in your were, place. They were at a rental home in central Colorado. Oh, then you were absolutely naked. Absolutely. Okay. Without question. You were. <laughs> He was uh, he was in the end ground hot tub in a wooded subdivision mm. when he felt something grab his head. <laughs> well, if you've ever had a cat and just how they'll like appear out of nowhere and attack your foot, you know what this is like. I mean, just a bigger scale. Uh, so he felt that he screamed <laughs> at the mountain lion and started splashing water. <laughs> Because, you know, the old adage, cats hate water. They do. Okay. They do. (laughs) 
while the wife shined a flashlight at the cougar. <laughs> it went back to the top She's of the like, hill. I'm the only cougar around here. Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why are you shining? Why are you just start beating it? Beat it with the flashlight. It's got your husband's head. Beat it, man. Come on. It went back to the top of a hill and continued to watch the couple. Yeah. <laughs> the man and the wife were able to get back into the home where they cleaned his wounds and called the property owner, hey, we'd like a refund. <laughs> Your cat tried to kill us. Who just happened to work for the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Department. The man had four scratches on the top of his noggin and near his right ear, but he declined medical treatment. Someone must not have been too bad. Still. Surprise, surprise. Right. I would think. Which, again, if you've ever had a cat, you know what they're like. They'll just appear out of nowhere and just attack you. And this one is certainly a wild right. mountain lion. State wildlife officers immediately began searching for the cougar. Along a steep ridge near a creek, <laughs> but they couldn't find any tracks in the frozen snow. But it says they set a trap. Oh, they set a trap. So there you go. <laughs> I may have to step out. Okay. You all right? You good? I'm stepping away. He's stepping away. Take over. All right, so um, we're going to go from from cougars. <laughs> I'll be all right, man. I just imagine... Yeah, never mind. I won't go there. Anyway, um, how about this? Scientists have created the world's first 3D printed cheesecake in just 30 minutes. Now, I know cheesecake is... It can be polarizing, right? Like you can run one way or the other when it comes to cheesecake. A lot of it for a lot of people isn't the taste. It's more of the texture of cheesecake. I hope he's okay. But <laughs> but apparently now, engineers, scientists have created the world's first 3D printed cheesecake. And uh, it took just 30 minutes. Engineers at Columbia University unveiled this world's first Tuesday Made by technology, meticulously layering seven edible inks to form a triangular triangular shape. The foundation ingredient, graham crackers. The layers consist of peanut butter, Nutella, cherry drizzle, banana puree, strawberry jelly, and whipped cream. The team has not shared how the cheesecake tastes. Although, honestly, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, peanut butter, Nutella, cherry drizzle, banana puree, strawberry jelly, whipped cream. That's not bad, right? Yeah. Um, team has not shared how it tastes, but only that it was vegan. Okay. But it adds the experiment is to demonstrate how 3D printing will change the food assembly industry. It's kind of gross looking. It is absolutely gross looking. Yeah, but... Um, it does not look appealing at all. No. But uh, I'd probably give it a whirl. Why not? Why not? So I guess that that's the world where we're heading towards, 3D printed food. Wouldn't that be expensive? Doesn't it cost a lot to do 3D stuff? Well, you would think so. Isn't cheesecake already expensive enough? 
Well, I was just saying when you stepped out, cheesecake is is kind of polarizing, you know. But just because I think it's a, it's a texture thing for a lot of people, yeah. they don't like the the mushiness of it, and you know, yeah. it, it's kind of deceiving in that you think it's going to be kind of light and airy, but a lot of times it's kind of thick and dense, you know. Yeah, I like cheesecake. I'm a me, fan. Me too. I'll go for it. Yeah, and a variety of toppings I'll accept. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. What would be your favorite topping? Probably tough call. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a traditionalist. Okay. All right. So I, I like just a plain cheesecake and like that strawberry. Yeah. Where it's like kind of a sauce. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Where it's all like kind of that your bananas are in at the at the uh, what do you call it uh, when you a buffet? Yeah. I've always got the bananas and the strawberry goop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. All right. I think I've got a, a cough drop in, hopefully. Okay. All ready, right. ready to roll. Okay. It is 6.30. We'll be back with more tidbits. What your food cravings actually mean. Oh. That's what we're going to touch on. All right. As I dry back up, I'll be right back. Okay. This is Tidbits. A Wednesday edition of Tidbits, and again, my apology for having issues with, um, you know, when you're a broadcaster and you and you talk and your throat's not cooperative, Yeah, it's not easy. Right. So uh, hopefully you'll bear with me. This uh, tells you what your cravings actually mean. Okay. If you want something like sweet, like cake, says... <laughs> That's likely been triggered by your body's sugar levels crashing okay. after a peak. As you eat, your blood sugar goes up and insulin's released. If you're eating refined sugar and carbs, they'll hit your bloodstream fast and cause an imbalance in blood sugar. The more sweets you eat, the more you will crave them. So that's, that's right. what that's about. There's a science behind how addictive that kind of stuff can be. Chips or something salty. Okay. Your desire for that means your electrolytes are low. Electrolytes, potassium, and sodium maintain a balance of body fluid and keep muscles and nerves running smoothly. Salty foods are high in sodium, so experts suggest these cravings are your body's way of telling you sodium's needed. Sodium's a vital mineral, which helps you maintain water balance in the body, which helps regulate blood pressure. But again, too much sodium's not good for you either. True story. Yeah. Bread or other carbohydrates. There could be many reasons for this, including stress. That must be why I love to eat <laughs> dinner rolls. Experts say other possible uh, causes of carb cravings can include a need to regulate low mood. Oh. As carbohydrate intakes linked to the release of happy hormone, hmm. serotonin. Yep. Restricting food can also be a cause of cravings. This is because in response to food deprivation, the body increases levels of hunger hormone ghrelin to drive you to seek out food and energy. Does any of that make sense? No, not really. And finally, chocolate. Your chocolate craving could be your body crying out for something else. Oh. Experts have estimated around 80% of the population is lacking magnesium in their daily diet. The body needs that as it helps regulate muscles and nerve function, blood sugar levels, and blood pressure, and makes uh, protein, bone, and DNA. There you go. Huh. 
Despite not being the root of the craving, dark chocolate can be a source of magnesium. A lot of people don't like dark chocolate. I don't. I do. I like it. Do you really? Oh, well, I, of course you do. It's, you know, it's kind bitter. Of bitter. And kind yeah. Of... <laughs> it's a bitter pill to swallow. I'll take it. <laughs> Black coffee, dark chocolate. <laughs> and a bowl of gruel. <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> yep. No, I really don't mind it. And, uh, you know, they say, you know, if you've got dark chocolate, taking just, a, you know, one of the little squares a day or yeah. t- a couple would be a, a good thing for My you. My mom loved dark chocolate. Yeah. Never liked it. It's like some people liking, you know, like licorice. <laughs> right. We've had that debate. <laughs> Here's a uh, Florida man slapped his wife in the face with a slice of pizza pie. <laughs> Come on. I just, I'm just envisioning this, okay? Because, you know, it was probably ugly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This was at an argument at their home. Police went to the house in response to a 911 hang-up. When they got to the home, the man said he had a verbal altercation with the missus. <laughs> the victim, however, said the dispute turned violent. And the man grabbed a slice of pizza and slapped her in the left side of her face with it. (laughs) Wow. The woman said they'd been arguing about the disciplining of their son. A cop noted that the woman did have pizza sauce all over her shirt and the remnants of pizza in her hair and around her ear. (laughs) Of course, the man was arrested on misdemeanor battery and booked into the county jail. You know, the old days. <clears throat> so I like it how he hits her with this pizza, which, yeah. which is deplorable to begin with. Yeah. And it just she just leaves it there? It was probably after she was struck. An immediate two steps back. Yes. Arms down and a loud, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you doing slapping someone with, I mean... Let alone your, you know. It makes you feel better, okay? With a piece of pizza. It's got to make you feel better. Come on. It'd be like, okay, me and you, we get into it. Okay? <laughs> Which happens often. And let's say, you know, we're sitting there with pizza pie. Right. You say something, I'd probably feel better if I took my pizza pie and just suddenly mooshed it all over your face. Okay? <laughs> now, that would be considered a battery now. Okay? It would. Back in the day, we'd think nothing of it. See, I feel like I feel like me personally, I'm more of a thrower. Okay. So I would get mine, I would throw it at you, like I would, you know. Again, that's battery. If you strike I me, but I, I just I feel like I'm more of a thrower. <laughs> but it'd be like us, you know, having a meal out there at the kitchen table. This this sort of feels like in the old days where where gentlemen had gloves on and they would remove a glove and slap the other man with the glove. You know what I mean? I just, you know. I disagree with what you're saying. Piece of pizza. I don't know. We've had it before with uh, people being being hit with some sort of a food in a dispute and, and right. a battery going down because of it. <clears throat> now there were no burns mentioned here, no, right? No. So, so this was clearly because we've had that before. Oh yeah, we've had mm. that with that that story where people would attack with pizza that was like yeah. super hot and. It, because I've had super hot pizza. Yeah. It's burnt my mouth terribly. Oh, yeah, I can't absolutely. imagine what it'd do if I was slapped yeah. by it. <laughs> Here's a 
Here's an escaped cow Gosh. running through the streets of Brooklyn, New York. One of the last things you probably think you'd see. The runaway animal was a small cow, a black calf, that was only a few months old. It somehow escaped a vehicle just outside of a slaughterhouse. It, it knew it needed to get out of there. Didn't Billy Crystal take his cow home in City Slickers? <laughs> I think you're. I think you're right. <laughs> and he lived. He lived in New York, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. There you go. It took a few minutes for it to be rounded up again and placed back into that vehicle, but you can imagine, you know, what it was like in New York to see that. It did go back to the slaughterhouse a few blocks away, Mm-mm. but mm. a pizza shop owner says. She probably should be spared, as cows often are after a public escape like that one. There are usually animal sanctuaries that step in and take them. Oh. So that cow probably won't get slaughtered. It'll go live with Billy Crystal. And <laughs> there you go. So no one was hurt, but it does show a guy trying to grab onto it by its tail. Yeah. Which... I don't know would be highly recommended, but you'd try anything, I guess, to try to get the uh, the cow back. So we got a text for you. Okay. All right. To help Dale with his dry throat. Okay. Here we go. Tell him yeah. to take a teaspoon of honey <laughs> okay. and or mix honey and a couple of drops of lemon juice. Okay. This should help coat the throat. Yeah. He may have to do it several times throughout his show. Do you have any honey and lemon juice available? <laughs> Well, you know what I, you know, I carry a, I get to that. Uh, there's a, a jar of tofu. Um, got some pudding pops Let me go check in the, the iron, refrigerator side of my drawer. The Iron Horse Pantry in the kitchen. Let me go check that for you. See if we have anything. No, I don't have those products. We may actually. There may be some honey in the other studio. Now, why would there be honey over there? Because we used to have a person that worked here that was like, that just had honey. And as you know, honey doesn't spoil. Okay. So we have honey over there. All right. I'm I'm pretty sure we have honey over there. Now, don't you get the same effect from a cough drop that has those ingredients? I don't know. It's just, you know, I'm eating a cough drop right now. What's, a, what, what's in the cough drop? Well, I don't know. <laughs> and it's the last one. Oh, no. And Mama Karen... Supplies me with this stuff. Okay, Because so. you can't possibly No, get I can't buy my own cough drops. <laughs> I have to rely on Mama Karen. <laughs> on Mumsy to bring you some cough drops. So. so I don't know what I'll do. This is the last one. But hopefully I'll get by. As we <laughs> continue with tidbits. Most common birthday... What do you think the most common birthday? The would most be? common birthday. The let me let me think about this. Day for and a month. Day and month. All right. Most common birthday. I've not looked at this story. I okay. do not know. Okay. All right. I'm gonna guess it's sometime in the sp- like late spring, early summer. Okay. All right. So July-ish. Okay. I know that's summery, but I was thinking yeah. maybe June, possibly July. I'm going towards July. Okay. I'm gonna say July 9th. Okay. Are you feeling confident? I feel good. Locking okay. it in. July right. 9th, okay. locked in. Are you sure? Yes. That's your final That's answer. That's my final answer, July 9th. <laughs> well, you got the 9th right. Oh. September. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. 
and uh, second and third place, September 19th and 12th. The most common birth dates, if you look at this, most common, most of them are in September. The 9th, 19th, 12th, 17th, 10th, 20th, 15th, 16th, and 18th. And the only odd duck is July 7th. I was almost right on with that one. So July 7th is when my sister was born, for instance. Wow. But those are the most common birth dates. So what happened? What's going on nine months before September? I don't know. But that's awfully weird. That's, I mean, September is our ninth month. So January. So you're celebrating the new year with a little, you know. A little magic. A (laughs) little. We're ringing in the new year with. Plus, it's January. It's cold. Yeah. yeah. No. That makes sense. See, I was, I, I backed it up to July, I guess, because I was thinking, you know, the the start of winter, you know, December, November, you know, the, the magic in the air, you know. Now, really, if you could use this to your advantage. Okay. So let's say I'm a guy that says I can predict all. You know, mm. I'm a know-it-all, one of those guys. Yes. Throw that out. I feel that you're born in September. You're throwing you, it out. You got odds with you, right? That would help you seem like you're a know-it-all. True. And that, well, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> if it was January, wouldn't the due date be October nine months later? I just got that text. Would it? Would it? Would it? <laughs> Six months is June. Right. Six, seven, eight, nine would be September. Yeah. So if you got, I mean, if things happen in January, <laughs> nine months later would be. <laughs> we get into some of the silliest debates. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm stupid, but the math works out to me. You know, December, December, January I means to be a, a July baby. That 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 math kind of works out. Maybe we should do this in the park once in a while. <laughs> Where we we just sit and give out advice. <laughs> Free advice. <laughs> we do the figuring on the on the run like we do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Never accurate. No, no. <laughs> I mean, okay. Is that is that a legit? I mean, help me out here. Is that a legit thing? Like, if you if you are you get pregnant in January, wouldn't the due date be July? February, or, sorry, March, April, be September? May, June, July, August, September, October. And what did you go to? Nine months. So you went to October? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so all right. So, <laughs> now let, let's, okay, let's be honest here, okay, though. All right. all right. When it comes to this sort of thing, it's, 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 it's a window. It's not like it's, it's completely accurate. I mean, it's about <laughs> nine months, right? Depends on who you're trying to convince. <laughs> month one. Okay, so here we go. Month one plus nine months equals month 10, October. Okay, so. All right. If you've been with your boyfriend for four months and you're seven months pregnant, but you want him to believe it. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, someone text in 40 weeks. We're not getting into weeks. That'll <laughs> That's those numbers are too big. We're talking puppies and gestation periods, pigs, and other material. We can't do weeks. We can't do weeks. Okay. So, so, so by that, wouldn't it be okay? So then, will we move up a month? I don't know. 
Matt, I just don't know. Because they, they say that the average uh, pregnancy is 40 weeks from the last menstruation. Okay, 40 weeks. Okay. From the last... Uh, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. So there's a general source of romance around the holidays. Sure. December, the most popular month. Right. One study even found a 9.1% peak in conception at the end of the year. Mm. Through September, dominates the top 10 most common birthdays. Actually, August is actually the most common birth month. So there you go. Interesting. We're in neither of them. No. Well, I'm top four. I'm in October. I'm in the uh, bottom, bottom rung of the final five. But, uh, you know, I, but you could throw that out there. You want to seem like a, a life of the party. All right, there you are. You're Matthew, life of the party. <laughs> there you are. You're ha, ha, ha. Yeah. having a you know a dark beer because you like dark beer. And <laughs> sure, you meet somebody and you just throw it out. I bet you're born in September. You you seem like a September baby. Are you born in September? I wonder how many times if you tried that. They make it sound like that. That's so popular. Right. Although they just said August is the most popular month of births. Well, you and I both do, we do birthdays on yeah, both of our yeah, shows. Yeah, that's right. It'd be interesting to go back and see what months. We have the most. We have the most. Not that we depends. keep those records. It's the summer. Yeah, summer birthdays. Those ships will, right, will they, vary they during the summer. kind of go down in the summer, for sure. But that'd be something you could try at your next party. Because I feel like, I do feel like when I look at this, I feel like September is always busy. With birthdays. Oh. And they, they can call you Mr. Birthday. They're at the party. That's right. And you can start throwing those out. Remember, the most popular date, September 9th. So if you really get lucky, you'll look like a real. <laughs> okay. Right. Least common. My dad's a my dad's September birthday. Okay. Least common, November 25th. November 23rd, November 27th, December 26th, January 2nd, July 4th, December 24th, January 1, December 25, and February 29 is least. Yeah. Isn't it crazy Christmas Day is one of the least? Like I knew someone that was born on Christmas. Yeah. I, I, you kind of get rooked. You really do. And if you're like the younger kid of the family, you're really not appreciated because you <laughs> ruined Christmas that year. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you're just in a bad spot. You really are. Okay, you so. really are. <laughs> oh, look at the time. We How'd are you running. Let that get away because. All right. Well, we'll do this tomorrow. All right. See you then. See you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.